Welcome to the Dating Essential Podcast with Eva, the Relationship Maker, where we discuss dating, relationships, and also we answer questions. I decided to talk about intimacy today because I think it's one of the major ingredients in a relationship. And when I'm talking about intimacy, everybody's like, oh, sexual intimacy, that's the first thought. But it's not. It's a different kind of intimacy I'm talking about. Yes, sexual intimacy is important, but that comes later on. The beginning is how... And I'm going to give you my definition of what I think intimacy is in my words. Intimacy is a vulnerability, is being able to open up, to take off all your protective layers and expose yourself in a very raw way. And for that, you have to really, really trust the other person. That's intimacy. And intimacy can be with your girlfriends, when you talk about subjects, about the guys, and um, you want to, uh, to bounce off ideas, but you have to trust the other person that whatever you talk about is not going to go further, and they have your best interest in mind. There can be another kind of intimacy. It's uh, in a group. Let's go, let's say you go hiking, and um, you have to trust the people they know where to go and they're going to take you where you have to be without uh, having any accidents that's also vulnerability it's not opening up such as but having that trust and intimacy is basically trust and of course intimacy also is between men debating things and being open and trusting the other person that they're going to, um, when you when you confide in them, they're going to keep whatever you said, your secrets, let's say it, uh, with them and they are not going to go and, uh, and put it on, uh, on social media, such as. And there is sexual intimacy. And it's very interesting because when people start dating, what they do, they kind of closed in, they check out the other person, they don't know who to trust, not to trust. Some people come out and they just vomit all their lives and they leave it on the table and the other person is like, okay, I'm out of here, I don't want to know anything more about you. But uh, there are people who are way too reserved. And there is, there is a reason for that, and it has to do with fear. And there are many, many reasons why you are fearful. It's being left behind, feeling rejected, and that's one of the first fears that comes in mind, especially when we talk about men. Fear of being exposed, if you say something that... It's very personal, and you trust the person, and that person goes and talks about it. Then you're going to close back in, and you're not going to be so open next time when you meet someone. Abandonment. An article I read, it's about a couple in their 60s. 
they got married only four years ago and um, they are very much in love. Everything was going well and uh, they were a little bit uh, experimental in the bedroom until one day when the gentleman said, you know what, I would like you to do this and this to me. He had different needs and the woman was totally shocked, says, I cannot do that. So now they are in this very intimate relationship and besides the sexual intimacy and they love each other, everything goes well, they found each other at a certain age and now the man drops this bombshell and of course she's like, okay, what am I going to do now? So certain things I think it's better to open up in the beginning so you know what to expect. You don't make that big commitment before you make the big commitment because you, before you say the I do, but you are open enough to talk about this. Then there is um, a fear of abuse because maybe somebody went through an abuse uh, previous in their lives and they say, you know what, if I keep quiet and if I, I'm, I'm playing nice, that's not going to happen. Or control, fear of losing that, that part of you that you were, you were protecting all your life. And with that one thought or who you are, you were able to keep everything in control in your life. But now if you're going to open up about that, then it means that you're losing that part of you. And that's very scary for you. I, I'm talking about what is intimacy, what it requires. Basically, it requires to shed all your layers and open up. And how can you develop that? What, what is to, to be done? First of all, you have to know yourself. You have to take the time to know yourself. Because if I'm going to say communication, it's first. No, it's not. Because you can communicate, but if you don't know and you are not ready to open up, you're not ready to let that part of you go, it's not going to happen. So know yourself and after communication. And here it's a very fine line. How are you going to express it? What are you going to say? Are you going to go? Are you going for the shock? effect or you're going to go for the effect of the person understanding you. Are you shy? So if you are shy, how are you going to put that in words? And there is such a thing that if you want something like special in the sexual context, why don't you watch a movie that um, represents what is your wish? And Instead of saying you never do this, you you don't, you are not experimental, you are not uh, adventurous. Why don't you form it in a way that what if you would try this? How would you like this or that? And in that way, that person, you're going to see if that person is open to new experiments, to new adventures. And if not, and you are still not happy with what you have and you want the other other things to happen 
then you can make a decision. Is that person for me or not? But this is before you make the commitment. I do. Because if kids are coming and it, it they suffer too, you have to pay attention to and we have to be concerned about their uh, their well-being too. What is, if you understand what women want and what men want, it's going to be much easier to make that decision. It's interesting, I found it um, that for women, it's very important to have security. And security, it means that they are... They are not going to lose their house. They are not going to be on the street. Security, it's more a financial security. I met many women, very successful women, and the first thing comes up, the man has not a dime on his name, and they are in their 50s, 60s, 40s. And I'm, I refuse I totally refuse to be the one and to be used because it's not going to make me feel good. And I totally understand them. And I know men who really don't have a dime on their names and they are already in their 40s, 50s or 60s. So that's one of the requirements for women. Safety. And safety not necessarily just physically, but safety is also mentally. It's um, how you're going to protect that person. You don't have to go and fight like in all times, but do you stand behind her and protect from gossip and all kind of meanness? Stability. Can you keep the stability of the home? Something happens, it throws off that stability. Can you go back to the drawing table and say, okay, where are we going from now on? How can we repair whatever was destroyed or whatever happened in our lives? Empathy. Can you be an empath? Can you just give your shoulder when a woman comes home and says, Oh, I, have a, I had a terrible day. My boss did this or my, my client this was not on board with me. I lost this project. Can you be there before making a judgment, before telling her what to do, because most of the time they just want to be listened to. And if they need your, your help, and if you have that kind of intimacy and the trust, they will ask you for the help and accept them. Accept. And here I'm going to bring up a very uh, touchy subject. Let's say she just gave birth to a baby. Nine months, ten months from now on, she still kept the weight from, from uh, being pregnant and giving birth. And you're going to make certain remarks on her weight. No, don't do that. She made a sacrifice and to gain all that weight for the baby, so the baby is healthy, it takes time to shed it, especially if she's breastfeeding. Don't start looking at other women and make her insecure. That's going to take away from your intimacy with her. Now, let's say what men require, so women, you can listen to, to this certain 
things that it's important for a man. For a man is important that you listen. And many women, it's like, yeah, 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 it's, this is what happened. They want you to listen to them. The same thing, they want you to accept, to validate him. They need that physical connection, that, that and knowing that you're going to respect them no matter what. Let's say they lost their jobs instead of jumping in their face and, oh, how come you lost your job again because something happened? No, be there and make them relevant, make them important, make them that, you know what, I'm behind you. Let's figure out how we're going to go ahead and have a, a very happy life. For men, it's very important that they provide. So for them, losing a job, a business, it's a big deal and the biggest deal they can go through. And they want to know that they are still relevant, you still love them, and you have their back. Because let them be sad, let them uh, mourn the loss, but they need your strength in order for them to get up and, and rebuild the life that they want, how they see themselves and rebuild themselves. And it requires intimacy, it requires trust, total trust. I was reading about a concept and it's called, it's in the, the Japanese culture, it's called wabi-sabi love. And I was like, what is that? It got me curious. Basically, loving the imperfection in the other person. Nobody's perfect, and I have done a podcast about are you perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect? We are all working towards perfection, but there is not such a thing perfection. But in a way, we are perfect as we are. So if, if you are thinking about how you can manage and how you can be vulnerable, how you can have that intimacy, that total understanding. And it's very hard sometimes to keep it up, especially when you have kids and life takes over. But love, that big love, it does not exist. That's infatuation. Love, usual, it develops and has to do a lot with intimacy, with trust. And believe me, if somebody loses trust in someone, it takes them a lifetime to gain it back or it will never happen. So think about who you are, how, how would you feel in the other person's shoes if they would betray you. And the biggest asset you have it's to be trusted and a person to be able to open up to you and be vulnerable enough to tell you the deepest secrets, the deepest thoughts that they have and trust you that you are not going to uh, 
to betray that. So thank you for listening. Until next time, and don't forget, there is no happiness without love. Love yourself first, and love your partner.